0: This is The Reality. Welcome indeed to The Reality. With me, Dudley Anderson, it's good to be with you once again, sharing the story of a life touched and changed by the reality of Christ. The Reality is a listener-supported radio ministry. If you'd like to know more, please visit our website, surereality.net, or email me, dudley at surereality.net. A victim of childhood bullying, Ron Griffin became a violent drug addict and was addicted to gambling. In his words, Ron was a horrible person. Being a popular musician, Ron became very popular with women and hurt many people along the way. Ron also spent time in prison for violent crime. It was then that Ron had his first encounter with the living God. Sadly, however, Ron's life continued to spiral on a downhill slump until he almost lost his family due to alcohol.
1: But his young boys were praying for their dad. If I continued to drink, even my wife was going to leave me. This particular morning, I got up, made a cup of tea, my wife came down. She said, what's going on, no drink? I said, I just don't fancy one. I was confused because I thought, hang on a minute. <laughs> you know, I've been drinking for years and years and years. All of a sudden, it has just stopped. And the third day, I just said to my wife, something's not right or something wrong with me because that, that it wasn't normal. And my two boys, looked up and said to me, Dad, he said, we've been praying, God, if you're for real, save my dad.
0: Ron was radically transformed by the power of God's grace. He was miraculously healed of alcoholism and other addictions. Now a pastor and a Christian broadcaster sold out for Jesus, Ron Griffin lives his life to reveal the transforming love of God. Today's The Reality was recorded via Skype. Thank you so much for joining us today, Ron. Uh, it's good to be able to speak with you. You are in, into Christian broadcasting, and that's so exciting. We're going to be talking about that in just a minute. But I believe you have an amazing story to tell about how Jesus stepped into your life. Tell us your story.
1: Yes, yeah, so um, I was basically uh, an alcoholic. Um, as I was growing up as a kid, I was, you know, I was constantly bullied, um, picked on, because I just didn't fit in with the in crowd and you know i i wanted the attention of the people and stuff and basically i started to get involved with things that i shouldn't have i started to smoke and drink at a very early age started smoking marijuana um and it sort of progressed from there i was sort of knocking off a school getting into trouble stealing and, and just just all sorts of things started to happen mm. um, r- riding around on motorbikes just just basically um, just being stupid growing up I suppose as most people would say it but mm. um, and I just really started to it the alcohol in, in a in a very serious way it always had a grip on me um, always as a yo- let's say a young age probably 14 15 I started to drink um, quite heavily mm-hmm mm. Um, because of being bullied at school there was a lot of fear that kicked in into me and you know with the help of the alcohol I suppose and stuff um, when things started to cut, present itself to me um, I pretty much got there first and, and because of the fear of of being picked on and bullied and hurt mm. um, I sort of stood my ground and, and, and then I started to become uh, what I despised most, I started to become violent and started to become just obnoxious, or, or just a horrible person. Really, hmm. um, I was addicted to gambling. You know, um, I was I was doing music and stuff at the time, so I did quite a few um, big events with BBC Music Live and some other things. Wow. And um, I started, I started to get attention then from ladies and things like that and you know, I just pretty much started to play the field I was you know I, I just thought I was I suppose in a sense God's gift to w- women if you like and I was just <laughs> that I, I I hurt people along the way and, and I just had no consideration for anyone but myself. Hmm.
0: So that's um, how, how you were living uh, through through your teenagehood would that have been into early adulthood about what age were you at that yes, stage? Yes
1: um pretty much um I would I would right up until pretty much up until actually I met my wife um I was t- uh, 21 years of age and um so yeah, yeah it was quite a long period of time and through through this period um I actually went to prison for um, for being violent oh. um I spent a period of time in prison and um my that was when I first encountered and uh, my first encounter with God, really, um, the officer came out to our cells and said, you know, do you want to go to church? And I was like, yes, anything to get out of my cell, mm-hmm. uh, but not realizing actually God was using that because he wanted to get to know me. Well, he already knew me, but if that makes sense, mm-hmm. wanted me to get to know him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, I started going to church. I started to read the Bible. I started, I started to pray. And um, all my friends were saying, oh, you know, you're brainwashed. This is all a lie. It's just to make you feel good. And I think because of my past, the the problem was I didn't fully have a relationship with Jesus Christ, which is in Christianity is the most important thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, I I suppose, you know, I was being told this. I was being told that. So effectively, it looks, when I look back at it now, I was pretty much playing church. I just I just went with the crowd, if you like, like I did before when I started to get violent and start to drink. Um, so I, then I met my I met my wife who I'm with now. And, you know, we, we started going to church for a while, but then I started to listen to other people. Then I started hitting the drink hmm. harder than I ever hit it before. Um, you know, my wife put up with so much from me. I'd go out at 10 o'clock in the morning, come back at six the next morning. I was just uh, just just completely at waste. Um, my I, I was just no. I had children as well. I, I um, with my wife. I had um. I, I got two boys and a, and a daughter with her now. Hmm. Hmm. But when I was drinking really heavy, we had my son Ronnie Lee. Um, and I just I just just really really hit the alcohol in a real bad way. I got more violent, more angry. I hated the world. I hated people. I hated myself. Um, I was just horrible. It was just a nasty just a nasty person really
0: goodness me you know um uh, ron just to stop you for a minute you mentioned that you were bullied bullied at school bullied in your your early life um you know bullying is a dreadful thing and uh, we often think of the bully growing up to be the kind of person you're describing but in fact you were the bullied individual you were the victim do you think in your experience of life and, and perhaps uh, dealing with other people of a similar situation, do you think that this is a consequence of bullying and that an individual would retaliate and, and become, in a sense, a bully because
1: you've been bullied? 100%. I, I totally agree because, it, it, you know, fear is a horrible thing. Fear is a nasty, nasty thing. And it makes people do so many different things that they don't intend to go out and do. Um, but when you're in the midst of fear you would pretty much do pretty much do anything I suppose to I, I Think it's like that survival instinct if you like mm. so when I had people, you know in the end because Because of what happened to me You know, I, w- I was angry with other people angry, you know, even with people that treated me well I ended up turning on them and just being nasty to them and mm. you know I lost so many friends and family members over the years and just just because of the person I became. And like I said, I became the person I actually despised. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. You know, so for me now, I I see it it, it needs to be nipped in the bud Mm. at a very early age. It needs to be stopped because I've seen when my, my children actually started to go through it and I put a stop to it pretty much quite quick. Basically, um, the school said, oh, no, it's just a case of growing up. That's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. It's bullying from day dot. It's bullying mm. and it needs to be stopped. Mm. You know, People might not like what I'm going to say, but I, I have to speak the truth. But it, 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 you have to deal with The parents have to deal with it. The schools have to deal with it. There's no, um, you know, there's, there's no nothing. You're not allowed to do anything no more with your children. You're not allowed to shout at them. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. Um, and the thing is, we've lost so much over the years. I mean, when I got brought up, you know, my, my dad would put his hand against my backside and tell me not to do <laughs> something. And I had respect for my mum and dad. I had respect <laughs> for people, elderly people. I'd, I'd stop and open a door for them because we were taught respect. Mm. There's no respect taught today. Mm-hmm.
0: That's very true. Very true indeed. Wow. We could talk for ages on, on bullying. But, uh, Ron, you had an encounter in that prison uh, with God's love how did God step yes. into your life
1: so you know as, as I was saying previously so I, I, I ended up coming away we were in church for about ten months that I ended up coming away and I really hit that alcohol even more than I did before and I got even more violent and I just just things that I did jumping out of the cars 40 50 mile an hour hmm round roundabouts because I was angry with people and I wanted to hurt people and stuff like that. Just, just crazy, crazy wildlife, really. Um, and I re- then I started to get involved with online gaming. And for about two years, my children kept coming to me saying, Dad, can we play football? Can we play this? Can we play that? Yeah, two minutes, son, two minutes. Now, bearing in mind, I was spending probably 15 to 17 hours a day addicted to computer games. Wow. Wow. And... You know, that was my life. I had a virtual reality life. I didn't have a real life. The real life that I had was just wasting away and I wasn't using it for now I know what God wanted me to do. I, I was just wasting away. And I'd get up first thing in the morning, I'd go straight down to the fridge, grab a drink, start drinking. And the only time I'd literally move from my seat is when, when I wanted to go to the toilet. So my wife made my food, she made my cigarettes. You know, she brought me drinks, she brought me food, hmm. um, you know, and I really treated my wife in a disrespectful way. Not, no woman or man should ever, ever, ever be treated that way. Okay. Um, and I, obviously at the time, I didn't realize, you know, I was just doing things. I just thought it was normal because I seen so much of this stuff go on. To me, it was normal. Um, so like I said, I was 17 hours a day. And then two years later, I still never got to play football with my kids. And, uh, and it breaks my heart. Um, Dudley because I missed two years or a bit more of my kids lives they went from whatever height to you know they grew inches up higher and, and I mm. and I never spent that quality time with them and, it, and even to today it breaks me it, it really breaks me um, and normally I do get quite emotional when I'm talking about this because you know they're, they're children they, they don't have to see these things they don't mm. need to be seeing these things there's enough nonsense going on around there Except and especially with, if it's going on within their house I used to fund the police on myself because I was so paranoid. I, I, was, I, was, I was lost Me, I was deeply, deeply lost. Wow. Um, and it, it actually wasn't until one morning I got up and I went downstairs. And normally I'd switch the computer on, which was on the right-hand side. I'd switch the plugs on, then go to the fridge, grab my alcohol. This morning I didn't – this particular morning I got up. I didn't switch the computer on. I put the kettle on. out of all things (laughs) and listen i was an alcoholic i tried medication i tried counseling i tried everything even my mum and dad said they're going to take my wife and my kids and put them in a halfway house if i continue to drink even my wife was going to leave me and that didn't do the trick it just didn't stop me from doing what i was doing this particular morning i got up made a cup of tea my wife came down she said what's going on no drink i said just don't fancy one and 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 I was like, I was confused because I thought, hang on a minute, <laughs> you know, I've been drinking for years and years and years. All of a sudden, it's just like, well, I say stopped. So this went on for three days. And the third day, I just said to my wife, something's not right or something wrong with me because okay. that, that it wasn't normal. Do you know what I mean? I'll I, I, be honest, I was concerned. Mm. And my two boys looked up and said to me, Dad, they said, we've been praying And we said, God, if you're for real, save my dad. Wow, that's amazing. And I'm only here today, forgive me. um, I'm only here today because of the prayers of my sons. And, you know, because of God, listened Mm. and gave me that chance and really, really came into my life this time. And I knew what it was like to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that, as I said, you know, we can't just go to church. We can't just lift our hands. We can't just sing. We have to have that relationship because that is when the transformation truly happens, you know?
0: You are listening to The Reality, produced by Sure Reality, a listener supported ministry. We value your prayers and support very much. You can help us touch millions of people with the reality of Christ by becoming a vision partner. Visit surereality.net and click on Become a Vision Partner. That is, become a vision partner at surereality.net. Listen again to The Reality on our podcasts at surereality.net. Thank you for joining us. You are listening to The Reality with me, Dudley Anderson. Just to remind you, I do appreciate emails very much indeed. And perhaps you're listening up today and you have some questions. I'd love to answer those questions or perhaps pray with you. Please write an email to me, Dudley, D-U-D-L-E-Y dudley at surereality.net. If you have any questions or you'd like some prayer, email me dudley at surereality.net. Today on The Reality, we're speaking with Pastor Ron Griffin. Ron has shared how he was bullied at school, and this led to a life of anger and violence in his early adulthood. He became addicted to drugs and alcohol and gambling until he was eventually arrested for a violent crime and spent time in prison. Here Ron encountered the touch of God. But sadly, his life did not change. Ron became increasingly violent and addicted to alcohol until after marrying and having children, he almost lost his family. But for the grace of God. Ron's young boys called out to God for their dad to transform him from his ways and be healed of alcoholism. The next morning, Ron Griffin woke up and literally had no desire for alcohol learning that his boys had prayed for their dad ron called on the name of jesus his life was dramatically transformed by a renewed relationship with the king of grace let's pick up our chat again with ron griffin today on the reality What an amazing story, Ron, how the Lord steps into our lives. You know, the Bible says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. And the truth of that statement I've discovered is it is God who knows the plans He has for us. We don't, not until He reveals them to us. And He did, (laughs) through your kids, through your sons. What an incredible story. You know, we often say that we should be praying for our children, and that is so true, and our grandchildren, but... Your kids praying for you. That was profound. And the Lord stepped into your life. And that was the turning point, I believe, in your story as you've just shared. Now, you've been mentioning the word transformation in Romans chapter 12. It says we shouldn't be conformed to the world to follow the pattern of the world and sin and, and you know depravity. But we should be transformed. Our mind, our thinking, our lifestyle should be transformed by the renewing of our mind. How did God begin to renew your mind from this point on?
1: You know, I, I really started to study the Bible more. I was praying to the Holy Spirit and just saying, "Lord, you know, lead me, show me." Now, you know, I'm I'm a i am i am I suppose when it comes to the scriptures, I'm a literal kind of guy. If it says something, I believe it. Mm. Um, so for me, you know, when God's you know when God says that the Holy Spirit will re- reveal all truths and teach you all things, um, it really really expanded everything for me. You know, the the the, the drink fell off the bad language fell off, the anger fell off. I was, you know, I was going around streets praying for people, I was going around streets feeding the homeless and just loving on people. And it was just like, (laughs) it is so exciting, you know, just like how God can just mold and just twist and transform everything that was, you know, that was all full of rocks and solid hardness Mm -hmm. and just melt it, it was just absolutely amazing. Um, And I remember, I was still smoking at the time, um and you know i I really didn't want to smoke but that had a massive grip on me Mm. and i remember going to a toilet one day and i said lord you've taken everything away from me and that's a good thing you know because of the person i was Mm. i said lord you've taken everything away from me i said please i don't want to smoke no more please take the cigarettes take away the cravings now that was eight years ago since that prayer i've not had one cigarette and if i smell it it makes me feel physically sick (laughs) um (laughs) and listen you know, God, is, and, and this is why I'm so passionate about sharing Christ with people, because God is able to do way beyond what we can ever imagine. You know, he really, really can.
0: Mm. That is incredible. So so all these cravings. And and, and and what about the gaming problem that you had?
1: Everything, the gambling, the gaming. Um, you know, I was, I was addicted to pornography. I was addicted to, you know, the, the alcohol, the cigarettes. It all just fell away um and i think you know it just it just it, it, you know i'm not perfect by any means you know we all we all fall short of, of the glory of god but you know like the, the major what i say the major things what was in my life just just fell away and it was like i'm not doing this no more i haven't done this for like six weeks i haven't seen that for like 10 weeks mm-hmm. and even now it's a gradual thing there's certain films that i used to watch and god has said no more <laughs> and i've learned to be obedient to that because he's doing mm-hmm. it for my own good
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so <laughs> that's amazing.
0: So in, in, in the most part, it was a m- miracle, really. You know, a lot of people come to salvation, they come to Jesus and they still have, like you say, bad language or um, they still have to deal with the alcohol problem. They have to go through uh, detox and, and, and go through a process. But you actually had a miraculous transformation.
1: I Yeah. And, and I, I believe, you know, as I said, I believe that when we start to have a relationship with Jesus, and when we're filled, when we, you know, I believe that we, when we repent, we get baptized, we get filled with the Holy Spirit. I truly, truly believe from that moment on is once we receive the Holy Spirit, you have that power to overcome because he tells us that we are overcomers because he have overcome the world. Mm-hmm. And the thing is through that, it's it's the Holy Spirit that gives you that power. And you, he really gives you that power to overcome these things. And it's just, rem- I, I, I can't express or even begin to talk what I'm trying to say, if that makes Mm, sense, because there's no words that describe what he's able to do. (laughs) And the Bible,
0: you obviously started getting into the Word of God and getting God's Word into you?
1: I did, yes. And then the Lord eventually led me to start to pastor a church. I remember when I first started coming to the Lord, somebody said to me, when you when you fully commit your life, your family's going to follow. And I was like, "What? Well, not my family? They're crazy!" Like you know, <laughs> um, I got to baptize my sister. I got back to wow. to baptize my dad, my mum. Praise God! You know, um, so yeah, we, we you know. Then I started to minister from my living room. Then it went to a community center. Then we started to pastor our own church, um, and God just just brought us on this tremendous. Uh, journey. It's just been it's been awesome.
0: Fantastic. You mentioned music earlier. Uh, do you make music for the Lord or are you involved in music in any way?
1: Uh, yes. So um, funny enough, I'm going to be releasing a single this year. It was my son was struggling for five years. He was bleeding um, from the back. Hmm. He was losing loads of weight and about seven months ago, within a space of a month, he lost three stone. Wow. And I just remember the Lord saying to me, pick up your guitar. And I started to play. And the words just fell into my spirit. It's actually called my prayer. And since then, my boy's been totally healed. Wow. Um, So I'm actually going to be really, it's it's actually called my prayer. And I'm going to be releasing that this year. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) Fantastic. How will we be able to get a hold of that? Um, it will be all on the social media sites and, you know, iTunes and, and um, places like that. But I'm just waiting for confirmation to travel to Scotland because um, there's a few people that's willing to do a music video for me as well for the for the wow. actual song. So. Wow,
0: look forward to that. But then, yeah. Ron, you're also involved, I did introduce you a little earlier, involved in radio, Christian radio. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah back in 28 uh yeah back in march 2018 the lord gave me a vision for the for a radio station bearing in mind i've done music but i've never done anything like talking on the radios or anything in, in that sense and um during the first lockdown in march 2020 the lord said now is the time now i literally just lost my business so I had no finance, and I was mm. like, Lord, you, pay, you always pick the right times. <laughs> and I was like, how am I, <laughs> how am I supposed to do this? <laughs> you know, but, you know, we have to stay faithful and stay trusting. Yeah. And the following day, I had a phone call from someone from Birmingham. They said, hey, Ronnie, the Lord's put on my heart. I need to send you some money. So I had some finances drop through the post, and the Lord said, now you can. So mm. we set a Christian radio station up. At the time, it was called North Somerset Christian Radio, NSCR. Um, and it was only going to be planned to go Fridays and Saturdays. But within the space of a month, we hit 34 countries, 1,500 listeners, and it went from two days a week to 24 mm. um, 7. And the Lord brought a sponsor along to sponsor the station, and we've been running, we've celebrated our first year in March. So, praise yeah, it's God. Good.
0: Fantastic. Now, obviously, this is radio. I'm a radio presenter, producer, and we're talking about radio. We're talking on radio. But in your opinion, uh, Ron, what is the what is the power of Christian radio to spread the gospel?
1: To be honest, I think it's an an amazing tool. Um, You know, I god gave me the vision for it and during obviously god knows what's going on before we we even have a clue mm. and during during the pandemic during the lockdown i had so many people message me and say ron you know if it wasn't for the station if it wasn't for the words that were coming on the station I, you know i would have walked away from my faith i had people message me who lost their uh, who lost their dad and they said if it wasn't for the station they probably couldn't have went on and things like that so there is so much power In 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 God uses anything, you know. Mm -hmm. He will use anything—TV, radio, whatever may be, whatever wherever we can get a mouthpiece out Mm -hmm. to share His glory, to share His wonderful and His goodness. He will use it, you know. Mm Absolutely. Praise the
0: Lord. Our time is nearly up, Ron, but uh, just going back a little to our earlier conversation, uh, and uh, you explained how uh, you got into violence and alcohol and substance abuse and and all the rest as a result of, of bullying. And we spoke a bit about that. But there could be somebody listening up today and they said they're thinking, that's me. I'm there. I'm being bullied at school or at work. You know, adults can get bullied just the same. Um, uh, what is your word for that person today?
1: Personally, after what I've been through, what I've seen and what I've suffered, it needs to be spoken about to someone. You really need to find someone you can trust in to speak to about it. Don't let it go on and go on and go on because it it it, it can and I think it really will turn them into the person that they despise like it did with me. But ultimately, what I would say is go to the main source, pray to God, mm. ask God to come into your life. If you don't know him, speak to God and say, Lord, you know, I've heard this on the radio. I know you've set someone free. And you. And if just ask him to set you free. He will set you free. I, I guarantee there's no doubt in my mind he will set you free. And he will bring you through this. He will, you know, he will guide you. He will lead you and t- t- do whatever is necessary to bring you out of this. And there is hope. Mm. there is a, and you are not on your own you are not on your own there's many many people that go through it and unfortunately you know that they, they, they sit in silence you don't have to sit in silence find someone you can trust find someone you can talk into and ultimately talk to jesus christ mm.
0: and what about the bully perhaps somebody listening up uh, is <laughs> guilty of of you know the, those acts in life what would they think
1: the thing is with the bullies you know listen I forgive the people what they done to me, and I love the people what done the things they did to me. But that was only through Christ changing me. But what I would say is if you're out there and that's you in that position, listen, you, you are causing trauma for people's lives for when they grow up. You are causing hurt, sorrow, pain. At a, a, at a place you doesn't you don't even know mm. it really really hurts and listen one one way or another please i just ask him beg you you know just look at what you're doing stop doing what you're doing and just again also yourself reach out to jesus and he will transform mm. you and from the bullying he will turn you into loving your neighbor he will turn you into loving people more than you could ever imagine wonderful
0: Ron Griffin, thank you so much for your time today. It's been wonderful speaking to you. Pray for God's blessing upon your radio and your music ministry. Thank you for joining us.
1: God bless you. Thank you very much.
0: What an amazing story today on The Reality with Ron Griffin. If you'd like to know more about what Ron has been speaking about, I'd love to receive an email from you, dudley at surereality.net. Email me, dudley at surereality.net. Just leaving you with that scripture that we quoted during our discussion today. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. A real transformational relationship is what we can have with God through Jesus Christ. If you'd like to know more about a transformed relationship with God through Jesus Christ, email me dudley at surereality.net. The Reality is produced by listener-supported radio ministry, Sure Reality. You can find out more on how you can support us at the website surereality.net. From me, Dudley Anderson, to you as always, keep your eyes on Jesus. God bless.